0: Hey y'all, London from Cinephiles Movie Podcast here again, and I'd like to say thank you for listening for those who did on the first episode, and thank you for coming back. And like I said in the first episode, we we're just messing around with some different softwares, and I think it's definitely solidified now, so it's going to be a lot smoother process here going forward. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Controller yes, board. I am w- I mean, it worried also, about a GameCube controller. It
2: also hit the Xbox. I mean,
3: yeah. that's
2: the other thing you got to worry about.
3: Do you guys ever wonder if you're, like, off. minorly autistic and no one's ever told you? No one's ever had the cuts? I have yes, about yes. that. You're slightly retarded? Yeah. No, I wonder that. I genuinely sit there and I'll be, like, in the grocery store and I'll think... Am I retarded? Does everyone around me know? Like, are, do all these people see it and I just don't? Why is this the first thing we start talking about when I record? I don't know, but, like,
2: I mean, he makes a good point. I have wondered this several times. I'll think to myself after doing something
3: tremendously dumb, damn, am I retarded? I mean, I like to think I'm a smart and social enough guy, but I feel like someone would have had to have told me by now, unless it's, like, really bad. Unless there's just something they really, really don't want to tell me. You mean, like... <clears throat> Some, what is it, Asperger's? Asperger's. Don't talk to me about that. I'm so hungry right now. (laughs) Burgers coming out of your ass.
2: (laughs) No, it's burgers with ass.
3: I think that's a South Park episode yeah. of Burgers <laughs> where he just oh, shows yeah yeah comes burgers <clears throat> yeah into his it, pants. it tastes like KFC and McDonald's at the same time how does he how does he, he get you, these flavor Have combinations? you seen the
0: episode of South Park where K- I think it's KFC gets banned so they make like
3: a drug ring with it yeah it's medicinal fried yeah. chicken that's a great episode <laughs> and then they meet up at Denny's as their like meat spot, <laughs> or their
2: wild so, so how's, it going, audience? Yeah, how's it how's everyone's week been i had two exams 10 minutes apart stop stirring your drink like, it's freaking me out anyway i had two exams 10 minutes apart calculus 3 right into physics 2 exam not a good time didn't go to class that day was deceased not a good time all around
3: <laughs> but now i'm here now i'm good I had mm-hmm. Cell Bio followed by Management, but now I'm here, and I'm good, as I hit my finger against That's the scary.
1: table. This week has been a blur. I'm not going to lie, boys. Yeah,
0: same. It's been like three days for me. I've had work every day this week, <laughs> except Monday, and today, Yeah. go back tomorrow. So where do you work, London? Uh, I'm not going to disclose that information on you, because you, you never know the, if we
3: get crazy fans, they come find us. Shut up! <laughs> London's personal home address is... Hang on. Let me Google the FBI's address. <laughs> the FBI's address. What is it? Uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yep, is that a reference I'm it. just missing? No, that's it's the address of the White House. <laughs> it's... Uh, London lives at 7747 Clio Road, Centerville. Yes. Is that the FBI? Bro, yeah. there's an FBI... Did you know there's, there's a FBI taco bell in inside the, the Pentagon?
1: That's not the real
3: Wait, what? Yeah. FBI. There's a taco bell they, they inside, gotta inside the Pentagon. <laughs> they got to put some fake FBI locations. Yeah. So there's like one in Dayton. You never know. And then there's a real one that's in like Hazard, <laughs> yeah. Kentucky. That's yeah. in like one of those cities with coal mines. It's like an underground secret yeah. base. You'll never know where the FBI actually is. <laughs> Why would they just put it on Google? I feel exactly. like the CIA would be the, uh, the more covert one. Yeah. I just realized, after London brought up that there's a Taco Bell in
2: the Pentagon, for, like, people that work within that facility that, I don't know, say, play Pokemon Go, do you think that they have their own, like, well, at least I thought proprietary there locations that are Pokestops and gyms within the Pentagon?
0: Well, there's a subway and a Dunkin' Donuts right in the center of the Pentagon. <laughs>
2: Like do do, do do you think do you think, do you think, do you think that, that Dunkin Donuts do you think that that Dunkin Donuts is a Pokestop? stop There's a Sabarro, a KFC Do you think a
3: Baskin Robbins So I feel like most Sabaros are staffed There's by either like center. by immigrants or by 16-year-olds And for the <laughs> Pentagon would they hire a 16-year-old to work in a Sabaro would they Yeah
1: It's what this country's run on <laughs> in the heart. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let
2: me tell you, I had a Sabara order that I was attended to by a 16-year-old girl, and she did not want to be there, and she made it very clear through her actions that she did not want to be hey there. chief, I don't want to be here. Because <laughs> it was the worst service I've ever had from any type my, of mall My restaurant. favorite New York slice. <laughs> it was horrible. She effectively I, spat in my food without spitting in my food.
0: Hmm.
1: This how, is how I
2: win. How do you effectively spit in someone's food well, without actually doing it? her hair straight up fell into the spaghetti. <laughs> the nasty Like, she had it in a ponytail. Oh,
3: I wouldn't take that. Ask her for a new plate.
2: Oh, no, I just didn't get the spaghetti. <laughs> but who knows what other foods that fell in earlier.
3: she not wearing a hairnet? No, I feel it was like just that's got to be some kind of health code violation. No, it was
2: just in a ponytail. Whack. A lot of places it's not hairnet I can't be more to borrow, though.
3: They have,
1: um, what is it, uh, stromboli. Oof. Don't talk to me about food right Dude, now, I'm show so show me hungry. some stromboli, and I will pop off about that. Best food. They used to sell it at my uh, my lunch for grade school. The best lunch. It was like the chicken patty of so like, Dude, those chicken patties, patties slap ends. everywhere. So when you have stromboli at this place, I wonder if there's all a band the kids named went wild. stromboli.
3: Probably. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. There's probably a
1: dude named Pizza. I, There's probably a new. It dude wasn't named a question Alfredo. of a dude. I asked if
3: there was a band named Stromboli. Both. There could be a
1: band named Pizza and, or Alfredo.
3: I don't follow don't your logic. Look if you're building like <laughs> don't look at me like this. <laughs> don't look at me like this is something stupid. We got <laughs> ghosting by Stromboli.
2: Yep released January 24th, 2020, so so he's an active artist. Do we Uh, think, like, food rock could be a genre? Shout-out to Stromboli, and also shout-out to uh, Gordon Food Service's Chicken Patties. Yeah,
3: that too.
2: Also, yes, food rock could 100% be a thing.
3: I don't know if you guys have ever heard the album Mmm Food by MF Doom, but it's, like, a food-themed concept rap hip-hop album. So, like, the first song on there is called The Beef Rap. I think I can one-up this
1: snack time but you can hit the toilet <laughs> <laughs> snack time by bare naked ladies is that an album or yes is it... it's an album aimed towards children Dude, by I bare even... naked ladies and it's all about food
3: really i listened, Wait, to, I it I I listened to it on repeat i listened to it on
1: repeat as a kid the popcorn song "Pollywog in a bog and here come the geese fire songs all three of those those are some deep cuts right there. Here come the geese.
3: Is that like a metaphor for something? Yeah. All right, what movie did we watch this sure. week? All right. Welcome back, you Wait, what's,
2: all. Wait, right. what was the movie this week? Chasing Amy. Chasing Please Amy. Please tell me you watched it this week.
3: We Wait. watched it together, Wait. Max. Don't <laughs> even try this again. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike last week. I watched it this time. We actually watched
0: it this time. So, we watched <laughs> Kevin Smith's Chasing Amy. So, what do y'all think? <laughs> uh, director, writer, director, comedian. We'll talk about him later. Okay. I
1: don't want to talk about him. Yeah?
3: He heard you, you got some you personal problems
1: with Kevin Smith, Yeah, yeah. yeah I do. Why? Uh,
0: no. Is it because he made yogos or <laughs>
1: <laughs> That. The Brazis. You know what? Yeah, he does piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> <He does. laughs> now that no, you bring that up.
2: it up. Tell me about it.
1: No, he, he came up with one of my favorite movies straight out of the gate straight out of film school he graduated he was like you know what I'm going to get some sponsors I'm going to get some people to give me, give me some money I'm going to like fund this thing we're gonna, we're just going to make a Hollywood movie I don't even have to be in Hollywood he, he did it in his hometown or whatever and then he was like alright boom black and white we're going to do it in film we're going to have all this stuff going on and then he went on to make Chasing Amy and uh, some of the other ones Mall Rats. I haven't seen that
0: one yet. Jay and Silent Bob.
1: Came no, later. that's when
0: it—that's when it dropped off. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. But or Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back.
1: He made these cult classics, and he—he he admits to this. You mean Clerks, right? You never actually named the movie.
0: No, he said clerks.
3: clerks. Oh, okay. Yeah, clerks.
1: But he made these cult classics, and he's admitted to this that. His movies are just horrible now. He's just memeing on everyone. He's just making what he wants, yeah. which is respectable. He's making what he wants, but he sh- he's shown what he can make I mean, compared to what he's been making the last two years, and oh my God. Are we surprised that it's a meme? There, there yeah, was, I'm pretty there, sure
0: he's working on a movie called Moose Jaws, but it's like Jaws with a moose. There was a... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <joking>. like that.
2: <laughs> in, the, in, the mo- in the most recent... In the most recent... <laughs> In the most recent Jay and Silent Bob movie, there was literally a hologram of Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. So, I mean, are we surprised that it's a meme?
1: No, th- that's, that movie was less of a meme than Yoga Hosers. Okay, than what? Yoga Hosers. What was that? His movie before that. Oh, yeah,
2: it sucks. It it's was not about good. a bunch of. It's about these people. two sto- store clerks, two
1: Canadian
0: store clerks, that. they're two like Canadian high school girl store clerks and they get caught up with the Nazis that like had previously like invaded their hometown and you find out that they turned Nazis into into Bratwurst and called them Bratsies Bratsies,
1: they were all played (laughs) by Kevin Smith Yeah, they're all tiny Kevin Smith (laughs) Bratsies
2: That yeah, like and they turn dream. into a
1: giant Nazi. There's like a giant, giant meat monster. monster, yeah. And that's that's the movie.
2: That sounds like a fever dream. He went from clerks
1: to that. That's why I'm yeah, yeah, that's what he looks
3: yeah, like. Yeah, this is a, this is a bratsy. It's a little little German. You guys are telling me moose jaws is a real thing. I can't get over that. I mean, have I'm you pretty- heard Tusk? It's going to be a thing. Have you heard of Tusk? Yeah, yeah, the walrus one, right? Yeah, yeah and then Guy
2: it's becomes like a walrus. It's like the same
0: thing. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, Moose Jaw. Okay,
0: in this bio on Google, it says, Moose Jaws is basically Jaws with a Moose. In June 2015, <laughs> Harley <laughs> Mornstein of Epic Mealtime confirmed he will be the lead in the film, following an appearance in the other two offerings. Also in June, Smith revealed that Harley Quinn Smith will reprise their roles from Yoga Hosers. Yeah, uh, what is his name, Harley. Harley Quinn Smith, his daughter. He, no, the guy. Hurley. Uh I, I, what, whatever the epic mealtime guy was, he was in um Yoga Hosers as well. This says Harley. I don't know who Hur- Hurley. Uh, are you thinking of the dude with the beard?
2: Yeah. I know who I you're know. talking about. You're yeah, talking about the fat guy. From is his, Lost? Name his name's also
3: Hurley. Hurley? The the guy from Lost. Oh my god.
1: What was the Weezer album that was by named Hurley? It, was it Hurley?
2: Yeah, amazing album.
3: I'm yeah, still stuck guy. on Moose Jaws. I'm gonna be. <laughs> 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 yeah, that
2: guy was Harley. To be in it.
1: Yeah, so Harley and Harley uh, yeah. in this
2: movie. All right, so in strict polarity to Kevin Smith Moose mentioned Jaws, that his character Silent Bob will was, be eaten by the killer moose. Sorry, we have an actual quality film. because yeah, it actually, was actually it was
0: pretty good. I'm, I I this, enjoyed myself. This top, I like this a lot better than Clerks. So I'm not gonna lie. When did when did it come out? <laughs> I think it was '96. Well, no, no, I think that was Clerks. That's Clerks clerks
1: was ninety six or ninety eight. I mean, or Chasing Amy was ninety eight. I think.
2: No matter what the specific year was, this definitely came out at a time where this was starting conversations that no one else was starting at the time. Yeah, this was. Okay,
0: well, uh, not to like take away from it is like one of the most ninety movie, 90s movie I, I've ever seen.
3: Well, yeah. I feel like in terms know. of the aesthetic that it was, but like the way the characters talk to each other, like specifically Alyssa, it was yeah. something I'd not heard in a 90s movie yeah. before. Yeah, the way she talks about her sex life was like... Pushing boundaries. Yeah, it was more detailed oh, yeah. than you'd hear in a lot of modern movies, I think. I was
2: about to say, it's something I yeah. haven't heard
3: in any movie I've seen. Which yet. I think is kind of the point, too. It serves to build her character, but... They tease that a
1: little bit in Clicks. With right. like talking like that,
3: I guess, but more, but it was all in, dudes, yeah.
0: But in clerks, it's more Mystery. gross, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you don't like to hear it from a guy, yeah, or you don't like to hear the sex life personally.
1: Of a guy. I like clerks more still mm. because it's just a bunch of dudes hanging out, mm. but I do really like Chasing
3: Amy. This was, this was more was of a nice. relationship movie, yeah. anyways. Yeah. So, what I it thought was,
1: was- bigger problems.
3: Yeah, I thought, what I found really interesting was I really, really liked the movie and it was really engaged the whole time, but I hated Ben Affleck's character. He was See, so manipulative, such, just a dick to her. He's fully aware that he's doing wrong, but I don't think he's aware that he's as manipulative as he comes across. Mm-hmm. See, I had the opposite problem
2: simply because when I'm developing my opinion on a character, first impressions are important. I hated Alyssa's voice. So, yeah. Yeah. oh my and god. any any scene where she started yelling, which was a lot throughout the movie, I, I couldn't. It it was so it was so bad. And like I knew what she was saying, but also I just really didn't want to agree with it simply because her voice was so annoying. Ruined
3: that much of it for you, huh? When it, she was it, yelling, it was, it was good. a constant it was thing, fine.
1: but when she was talking, it was a lot more obvious that she just has this voice. I wouldn't yeah. say
3: that I liked it, but it didn't really bother me. And since I looked past yeah. that, I actually really liked her character a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really liked her in contrast to... Uh, his name's Holden, right? Ben Affleck's one of those characters where I just actively yeah. think, yeah, Holden, Ben Affleck's nailed. doing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Alyssa was arguably less fleshed out than him in terms of like her personality coming to the screen because I feel like she exists only in relation... To Ben Affleck for most of the movie, yep. whereas Ben Affleck's like struggling with all his different feelings and everything. Um, but as a whole, I I just felt like she was so much more invested in him as a person than he was in her as a girlfriend. I feel like he w- he just wanted to date this person, to love them, to be in a relationship with them, and and lost sight of actually caring about Alyssa as a person on the way. Yeah, but I can see that other thing that i had a gripe with in this movie i mean i get that
2: the name of it is chasing amy thus chasing the girl but like the whole dynamic of him and his roommate and the fact that his roommate turned out to be gay for him that just well, kind of came out was he wrong. actually no, gay no, i didn't he th- wasn't. i think he wasn't, he wasn't actually gay
1: no he was wrong was he ben affleck was he missed the the landing on that Did entire he? thing yeah yes. he didn't understand he was yeah. wrong about everything cuz yeah.
0: the guy didn't deny it
1: no, he was in shock. He was like, "What?"
0: Yeah, are we sure? It's like, yes. Yeah, like the entire. I don't end, know. Geez. The entire end scene, like when he presents the idea that they all have a threesome together, he's just like,
3: "You what? Like just why?" But what he the agreed. Heck? The one that disagreed was Alyssa. He when went, Alyssa says no, he even goes, "Oh, thank God." Well, and, he says yeah. he
2: says thank God, but that's because he. It, it, no, even if he is it would still be a shock to his system because he's been hiding it for so long. But he agreed. Like, if he actually, there was no doubt in his mind he was a straight male, he would have never agreed. He would have proposed that idea. He would have been like, you are dumb, and I am never doing that. What are you talking about? But he agreed, and he was in it. If Alyssa said yes, he
3: wasn't suddenly going to back out.
2: This I, man I, came to
3: terms yeah, with it, it and stuck. was going to do it. The way you're describing it it just makes it sound more eager than he was. He still looked uncomfortable the whole yeah. time with everything that was saying. I didn't buy that he was actually gay. I think he yeah, was I just
2: agreeing because it was his friend. Yeah. I, that's a lot to agree to. If, I'm not going to lie. If any of <laughs> you came up to me and proposed that out of nowhere, I, I love all you guys, but that's, that's going to be a no from me, Chief.
3: Yeah, I, Let's say I sweeten the pot was. and throw in like two grand. I did like the roommate at some point. Yeah, he Banky was, killed me. That's he just He was, was so funny.
0: Yeah, he was so funny. Now, because I don't know, Banky, it's like he was just like I don't know. I don't, I don't. He was funny in the sense like he just made really dumb jokes yeah. and just like he was the stupid friend. Yeah, yeah, and it just worked. And like this is the first time I've seen it in a movie that just like it worked. And I found it really funny. Yeah, it was pretty good.
1: Now, my favorite part of the entire movie was Kevin Smith's monologue. Agreed. The Chasing Amy monologue was the yeah. best part of the entire movie.
0: It was just, I don't know, it was flawless. It was great. I found it funny, like, right before he gives the monologue, he just, like, gets Jay and he's like, shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just shuts him up. Yeah, I love when, when Silent Bob actually talks. Um, it's very good. Little... Um, flair that they put in with that character. But, yeah, I hated how Ben Affleck didn't understand the speech at all. Yeah,
3: he interprets it completely wrong. You said Ben Affleck.
1: Affleck. Whatever. (laughs) Affleck. Affleck. Um... No, he didn't understand it at all. That's why he went to the friends after, and he proposed that idea. And it was completely off of what Kevin Smith was talking about in that monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I loved it. That was a great monologue. Um, another highlight of the movie was the, the girls freak out after the hockey game. That was a big one. Because I remember, I told, I told Blake this, that I was trying to like talk to somebody during that. I was like trying to write a text message and she was just screaming in the background. I was like, I couldn't do this. I like, I couldn't have that on like during that because it was just so intense and crazy on the screen. I was like, she's just popping off. I, I have to like pay attention to
2: enjoy it. it. They really convey the, uh, the just tenseness of that situation to you through the screen because I felt like I was in that parking lot witnessing this, like just from my car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I was very uncomfortable, even it, though this was a recording on yeah. my TV.
1: Mm-hmm. It was really effective in making you feel bad. And she was
3: good at screaming, too. Yeah. Like, regardless of what you think of her voice, she was, like, she was really, really bringing it yeah. home with, like, yeah. the emotion in there. She oh, seemed yeah. so Both upset that, with him. That and when he admits
0: his love to her. Those two scenes mm, are very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it was raining.
1: Yeah, it's bad. like,
3: you can't do this to me. You can't pull that. Yeah. I didn't like the ending fight as much. Like, after he proposes the three-way and she goes off at him, I like the line where she says, "Um, I'm not your whore, I wouldn't want to share you. I like that. But then the rest of it, it just kind of... It went on too long for me. Yeah. I kind of feel like I got it. I didn't need to hear any more of what she was saying, and she just kept talking and talking. And again, her voice didn't really bother me, but I started to lose interest after a point. Because that was also, like, her third rant at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, Um, I mean, I feel like...
0: Then again, like, it depends on how, like, you view relationships, like, or how you come across relationships in your life. And I feel like this is a very, like, personal story to Kevin Smith. I'm sure this actually happened to him based on, like, that monologue he gives. So I'm sure, like, he probably took, like, the dumb approach. And so, like, he made, like, um, what was it? Ben Affleck's character just very
3: on the nose to him. So it's like he took that very dumb approach. He yeah. also, uh, Kevin Smith dated the actress that played Alyssa. What's her name? Uh, something Adams. The blonde girl? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he, I think he was dating her uh, shortly before they made this movie, really? and I think they broke up in the middle of filming it. He has a tendency of just
1: having his friends in movies. Mm. That's what he did with Clerks, at least. Like, Is he friends with his friends.
3: Ben Affleck? How did Ben yeah. Affleck end up in this? Can we talk about his goatee? <laughs>
1: oh, it was I so. I hated it. it. was so. It bad. was the worst.
3: <laughs> I mean, It was just a very like
0: '90s thing. It. Uh, it was so like, bad. Like everything. The fashion like and like the aesthetic is just very '90s.
1: I loved his his outfits. His outfits were great. His goatee, their, was their apartment was too.
3: I loved their apartment. The
1: furniture in the apartment. Yeah. There was a skull on the counter. There was this like weird. Uh, I forget what that game is, where it's like a... The hockey game? No, it's it's
3: where you... It's like connects or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they, had a, they like, had a coffee table made out of connects. The yeah. base of it was connects. <laughs>
1: it was like those like red and green poles, and then you put in those like circular uh, wooden pieces with a bunch of holes on it. Yeah, it was I can not stop staring at Tinker Toys. Yeah, it was like that, and it was just covered in glass. And I was like, what is this? And then they had the spray-painted doors in the back and then the crazy lamp didn't one of them say like here lies dick boy or something yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think the other one was just the sex room yeah (laughs) uh but yeah no their aesthetic in that apartment was insane i Mm. it was too much it was crazy (laughs) i loved it (laughs) but uh but yeah
3: it was like a like a really cool bohemian little place it gave me almost um oh what's that musical um Oh, no, I can't even think of it. Mm. What about the um,
1: the other comic book writer
0: Banky. No. Are you talking
3: about the No,
0: the, the Black Power guy. Oh, that guy, that killed me. When that whole yeah, first that scene so happened, funny. and he's just going off, <laughs> and everyone's off. like, what is happening right I now? I was
1: looking down at my phone, and then I heard gunshots, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and they start
0: talking. <laughs> he's like, what about Lando Calrissian?" And it's like, Lando Calrissian did nothing. <laughs>
3: at yeah. first, when they were standing up, I like... I couldn't figure out if they were his friends or not, if it was like a bit or if Banky was actually just that dumb mm-hmm. that he was asking questions to this yeah. like seemingly violent comic book writer, yeah, this extremist. <laughs> and it, that was so funny. Like I picked up on it halfway through. I was saying there's no way that they're not friends already. Yeah. But that was so funny. <laughs> that was I laughed harder at that than any other part in the movie. When he and
2: Holden were in the shop later and he ran into the little boy and he just pointed at Holden and said, you see this man, and then Holden just kind of awkwardly waved, and then he just went, "Don't trust this man. <laughs> don't trust him." I liked. I was actually going to
1: pull up that scene. Actually, um, I'm trying. to, There it is. I didn't. I say, liked that a lot. I didn't want to say the movie's name wrong, but he said, "Don't trust this man. He's the devil," mm-hmm. which kills me because in Dogma, doesn't he play the devil, or he plays uh, Ben Affleck? I'm, I don't know. I haven't seen Dogma. Let's find out. But God, he was a great character too. I just wanted more from him the entire movie. Matt Damon plays Loki. Matt Damon was in this movie too. Ben Affleck plays.
0: Okay, so I don't know like their entire relationship, like Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Kevin Smith. But I know Kevin Smith was a producer or like executive producer on Good on Goodwill Hunting, and like I guess they became friends through that. And so like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were on a bunch of projects on like with Kevin Smith since then. But then like Ben Affleck. And him had a falling out, uh, or him and Smith had a falling out, and then they got back together, and he showed up again in the latest Jay and Silent Bob.
1: Oh, he he plays an angel in Dogma, which killed me. I was like, because obviously this one, wait, this one was nah, made so if
2: burp, just burp. beforehand. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to there be gross. Go. How was far is your diet coming along, my guy?
1: Chasing Amy was Halfway from 97. Actually, Dogma yes, was sir. made after. Okay, so I guess it wasn't a nod to Dogma, I guess. I thought that was pretty ironic, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: God, guys, I just hated Ben Affleck's character so much. He's, he was not a likable man. No, he wasn't at all. <laughs> and, like, normally when a main character I hate that much, it really turns me off the movie, but I was captivated by this. I really, yeah. really wanted to see where their story was going. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: do you know what Criterion Collection is? Or you too? Nope. So it's, like, a series of, like, it's this group that, like, takes films that they see are, like, the best of the best, I guess. They put them in their catalog, and then they re-release them at the highest quality that they're able to at, like, at the, like, most reasonable price, like, with this, like, transfer, and so it's, like, I guess, like, 40 bucks for a release, and I'm pretty sure Chasey Amin's on is on it. I'm surprised Clerks isn't on it, to be completely honest, but, like, I just find it funny how, like, this movie has been, like, and to them as seen as, like, like, so good that they're putting it in this collection. I mean, I can see why. What well, yeah. was well, outstanding really good to me movie. was
3: like just the dialogue. The, all, yeah. all the way the characters talk to each other was so biting but yeah. so friendly at the same time. There was just so much going on any time they talked to each other, and I mm-hmm. really picked up on that. I mean, the way Holden My talks mind. to Alyssa at the beginning of the movie when they're flirting, <laughs> and then it, the way he talks to her just progresses throughout the movie as their relationship does, too.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, that it, it felt so real. It felt like such a natural progression of mm-hmm. his feelings towards her. Which I think is a testament to Ben Affleck doing a great job, too. Because, I know, if I'd been in that situation, I'm not the best actor. I probably would have just talked to her, like, the same way the whole time. Oh, she's a pretty girl. I like her. But he, like, he really sold the different stages of their relationship and how he was feeling. Even Mm -hmm. though the way I think he was feeling was kind of a dick. But he really, really did sell it for me. Which I think was the high point for all the characters, too. The -hmm. the dialogue in it was so good. And the way they interacted with each other was, like almost ironic it's like they're almost joking with a lot of the lines too but not quite there's just so much casual teasing and all the dialogue just hits the whole time yeah i agree
1: yeah that's the one thing about kevin smith movies was that i liked about like the early ones like like clerks is he does really well like he does really good writing and keeping that story like captivating even though nothing really is going on a lot more is going on in this movie and obviously it needs stronger dialogue and I think he landed on that he like he got it right like this dynamic between his roommate how he doesn't like the girl and then Ben Affleck's character how he needs to compromise between the two I think he did really well with like that
0: entire part of the movie the dialogue wise Mm -hmm. it was it was good to me like my favorite parts of movies are dialogue and the writing for that matter and i find that kevin smith he makes like the best his best dialogue sounds the most human if that makes sense Yeah. because there's some writers where it's like um one of my favorites aaron Sorkin. he wrote social network a few good men steve jobs he compares his writing to music um where he's like the orchestrator and then the characters are the instruments playing and um and I find it cool and like his his writing but like his writing is like quick fast-paced dialogue so it's like you have to pay attention and listen but like Kevin Smith you could just like just like I heard you guys talking like you guys were on your phone and like it made you put your phone down and like l- listen and look at what was
3: going on yeah. on the screen. That that brings me to another question. Do you think Kevin Smith meant for us to not like Holden? Cuz yes. I couldn't stand the guy. Again, yeah. I've said this 40 different times at this point, but Like
1: especially towards the end when he just didn't get Yeah. Silent Bob's monologue. Like he said what he should do, like the right thing to do. And he went out and just completely botched it. Like, he didn't understand what he was talking about at
3: all. Mm. So the character of Holden, for me, makes me think of... So there's a deep rabbit hole on the internet of pickup artists. I don't know if you guys have ever read, but there's an entire subculture out there of people who just... Who talk about women, who talk about other guys going after women, and they've got their own terminology and their own dialogue. And it's it's really interesting. It's like a whole other language. And... One that I remember is, uh, it's like AVC, I think it's Average Frustrated Chump, and they they talk about this stereotypical dude who addresses women in a certain way, he he addresses them like he knows he's going to fail. And that's what Ben Affleck reminded me of the whole time. He He's talking like this dude who knows he's in way over his head, who knows he's not ready for this situation, but can't help himself from just going after it anyways. Mm-hmm. And the way he delivers his lines is so toxic to her. He's so manipulative without realizing it. I just, oh, my God, I can't stand the guy. I've said this 41 different times now, but I just hated his character so much. But I yeah. just couldn't stop watching him.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I liked how it showed both sides as well. I liked how it showed when she was with her friends and all of them, like, stop talking to her and everything just ostracize
2: ostracize, ostracizing thank you
0: (laughs) would you say okay with how some of the characters interacted in this like say like banky how he reacted to holden getting with Alyssa. would you say that made you think about how you (coughs) took to like i guess with helping out or being part of past relationships i guess like with you with what happens with your friends i guess what do you mean with how Pinky looks at Holden? So like I don't know. He's like trying to be like, he sees like this as a bad thing. What's going on with him with Alyssa? Because like at from his perspective, he doesn't or like or at the time he didn't realize like, um, like she's a lesbian. So like there's no way he's gonna get with her. Like what's the point? Like stop trying. You don't need this.
1: Well, I think he was more of the immature voice, like like the. Um, what is it? The devil on his shoulder, pretty much. Like, he was telling him the stuff of, like, oh, she's too different for you. She doesn't want you because she did all this stuff before. All she wants is that stuff that she did before. While selling Bob, he was telling him that, no, she did all that stuff before, but she's giving it up to be with you. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of like the angel on the shoulder. So I don't think,
3: like, necessarily, like, he was trying to... I don't think he ever actively really. tried to break them up. I think he just yeah. made Holden try to feel bad. Like I really remember yeah. the um, the the scene where he draws an intersection. He's got Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, yeah, and then the two though. different types of lesbian lesbians. Yeah, and he uh, he <laughs> three, of them are, three of them are figments of your imagination. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he he says <laughs> something along the lines of "as free lesbian hates women." I mean, that's that. He doesn't. Kevin Smith didn't want us to watch that and agree with Banky. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does. He, he, that's not the message that he's yeah. trying to make. He's trying to present Alyssa as this real person who obviously loves just other people. She loves mostly women, but she can learn to love men, too. And yeah. so I don't think we're meant to take Banky's message literally. I think he's meant to be comic relief, and I think he's just trying to show friction, mm-hmm. building with Holden. I, do, I don't think Banky was ever actually this active force that was trying to hold Holden back from this yeah. relationship.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I guess more I'm asking is just like well okay after talking about it and watching the movie would you say any of what you've seen and what we've talked about like it's gonna change your approach to like helping other people out with their future relationships
1: I think the Silent Bob
0: monologue was great
1: I think it was real it was it was good definitely with like uh, like past or I guess like what is it let Charlie horse. Oh, poor boy. Need some water. Flex
3: the muscle really hard. Oh, dude, my leg hurts so badly. You need some water. Okay, yeah, I'm good. I was like, is I'm this good.
2: man
1: gonna shit his pants? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, our first in-podcast shit pant. <laughs> shit <Should've been. laughs>
1: I was so concerned. I don't remember what I was going for. I don't... I, I was just saying it was real. It was good yeah. for, for future, uh, like... Accounts and past stuff to
3: look at. I feel like the main message that Mm. was trying to get across comes out in Silent Bob's monologue. I mean, that's why it's
1: called Chasing Amy. Yeah, Yeah. and
3: it's all about accepting people for who they are now and not who they were at the time, understanding that people change. I mean, there's so much packed into that message. I don't think you can boil it down to just like one or two sentences. Yeah. And I think that's that's what anyone who would watch that movie would take away from it. Because, I mean, Mm. Holden is objectively the bad guy here. I know I keep saying that. And he just completely. Well,
1: the thing is, Holden told what's the main girl's name, Alyssa. Holden told Alyssa about his friend and like how he made those jokes in grade school and things like that. He like he knew what he does, but then by the end, he kind of embraced what he usually like talks about. Like he knew what he was um, doing from the beginning, like trying to get them to split apart, like trying
3: to. Um, get into his head, like the roommate, um, mm-hmm. again, he's manipulative. Think about the, well, the, the ice rink scene where he's trying to get out of her that she'd had a three way in high school.
1: Well, I'm talking I actually, about, I'm I actually, talking about his friend. Uh, like he knew, uh, beforehand, like what he was going to try to do because she was gay. Like, are you talking about the other writer, the black power guy? No, no, no. What's, what's the friend's name? Banky. Banky. Yeah. Oh, the right Banky. Roommate. Uh, like, he knew Banky was going to start, like, trying to split them up because he wasn't liking them. Like, all this stuff was happening. And Holden ended up embracing that, even though he knew that
3: what he was going to do from the beginning. Okay, like, I see what you much. mean. I see what you mean. I don't know if... Yeah, what were you going to say, right?
2: Silas? I actually wanted to go back to that ice rink scene because this whole movie just reinforced all of the things I already learned from past relationships about forming and making and maintaining relationships. And that's just communication
3: and how you do it.
2: Because she said, if you just asked, like in that ice rink scene, she was like, if you just asked, we could have had an open discussion about this. And like, sure. It could be spun to make her look bad that she didn't come out with it immediately. But like, Who hasn't hidden something in the beginning of a relationship so that you can put your best face forward for the first impression? Mm -hmm. And then stuff comes out as you get more comfortable with them so that, like...
1: And then when it blew up, he was so stubborn.
2: Yeah, but, like, if he had just asked, it'd be fine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he could
1: have been like, hey, I don't like what you did here. It's bothering me, thinking about it. And then she could have explained what she explained at the very end of the movie before they split up. Like, he didn't have to go through those steps, but he was so stubborn. He mm. was just like, I don't like this. And she was, like, trying to work around it and compromise
3: or whatever. And he was like, no, I don't like this. And it was like, what is it going to change if you don't like it? What I think was interesting was Bob's monologue lines up exactly with her mentality, too. Like, Silent Bob and Alyssa are just on the same exact oh, yeah. wavelength through the story. It perfect
1: scene to follow that
3: up. Yeah, it lined up so perfectly because it was conveying the same message and how this poor chump just does not get it.
1: Yeah, it was definitely showing how, like, he definitely hasn't matured yet with the whole, like, viewpoint of a relationship. And then that's kind of, like, what he turned into towards the very end when he showed Mm -hmm. his comic. That was him kind of realizing what he did. And, like, that's him maturing to his full, like, potential. But what if,
3: so we didn't get to read that comic, but what if he writes it from the perspective of her being the bad guy. I mean, what if, what if they publish it, Kevin Smith makes it a real thing, mm-hmm. and then, written from Holden's perspective, Alyssa's, like, totally wrong. Maybe he didn't change at all. We don't actually know how much he's, yeah. how much he's changed since then, how well, much he actually understood.
1: The, the ending, that wasn't what actually happened, though. Like, in the comic, I don't think it was. When I, if I think back at it. What
3: do you mean, what wasn't what actually I happened? I think it was
1: them coming back together at the very end of that comic.
3: Is it? I don't remember that. No, I think think he just
0: apologized. Yeah, they they're separated, but he like apologizes. I thought at the very end they
1: ended up kissing, and they were like, "I love you." In the comic book, or in like in the the comic book?
2: No, in the comic book, it was just a picture of her face, and it just said like, "Wherever you are, are. I'm say," or "Wherever you are, uh, Alyssa, I'm sorry." Let me just, yeah, because we can keep keep going. I think the comic was just a straight parallel to what we just watched. Okay. Yeah. I'll just bring it up. Just so we can talk Because okay, they're still like, separated at the end, too, because yeah. she's
3: dating someone else. Was she? Yeah, yeah, that other person there was her girlfriend.
2: That, that was, was going to be my friend. next oh. question Was I didn't know if she was dating that girl that she was sitting with.
3: I mean, I don't think they ever directly said it, but I think it was implied that that Because
2: as he's walking away, she does turn to her and is like, So what do you want to do after this? Or like, it was basically making plans, and it sounded more than just like friendly mm. plans, because, yeah. you know.
1: Well, then we know what, how it ends we know how uh everything turns out in the most recent jay and silent bob really what happens i haven't um, seen that she ends up getting married to the girl or to a girl but holden is the
0: host dad i guess what are you talking about are for you... the kid no, you... for amy what are you talking about yeah that was the end in the new Jansom, are you talking about
2: the house that they stop at and the no, girls? No, the very end. No, no, no. I remember what he's talking about. Yeah, because they, the, they ran into yeah. Holden at the Yeah, they the ra- ran into. Holden. Yeah, he has a
1: panel, and then she and then Amy's the, or uh, whatever. Alyssa. It, Alyssa's there with a kid and another girl, and he had a kid with Alyssa for for the two girls. Oh, okay. so he's like the okay. dad, but she's still married to a girl.
3: Interesting. Yeah. Is is Ben Affleck in the new Silent Bob? is he holding yeah. it? In? Yeah, he is. He but it was did. just cameo well, he made a deal. He made, he made his another big, comic his big chunk.
0: chunk. <laughs> he blew up. He's big chunk in this. Yeah. He's he's like
2: post like
0: like all the Batman stuff, so he's just a big guy with a beard. Well,
2: that's cuz he <laughs> chunked up for his new role where he plays a drunk uh, well, I don't think from, he just
0: lost the... I don't think
2: he lost the weight from Batman. He's just true. a big guy. <laughs> uh, I forget. Is he a basketball coach or a football yeah, coach, he's in this coach in his new movie? Basketball? Okay, yeah. yeah. Which actually looks pretty I good. I do want to see that really badly.
0: Yeah. It kills me at, well, every time it, they're like from the people who made The Accountant. And I just think back <laughs> to you. You saw that on a date. <laughs> <laughs> By the way... <laughs> <laughs> do you think this new comic...
1: <laughs> All
3: right, I was... Hey.
1: The background. Do you think... This is about Holden
0: and uh, whatever his friend. No, I think that's just a random comic. Just a random like comic. Cool yeah. I was looking at it and I was like, mm. Do you think okay? Well, do you think this comic, after everything at all, after
3: everything happens, makes up for it all? Do you think it would make it up? Make up? Yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to accept his apology yeah. and believe that he's a different person, but I mean, I'd still be a little mad. If I were in her shoes. Yeah. I think
2: it's more of one of those long term forgiveness things where she could be in the same room with him now and it wouldn't be awkward. Like it's just kind of a okay, we can move past this, but
3: their friendship will never be the same. That That
2: event that event is still like a (laughs) primary piece of the foundation of their friendship. (laughs) Yeah. And that's all it'll ever be now because of it is a friendship. But now they can be amicable again. She left saying she loved him though. So, I I don't know. It depends. I mean, you can love a friend. Like, I literally said earlier, I love you guys, but I wouldn't have a threesome with you. (laughs) And the $2,000 is still on the table. And it's still, that's just prostitution. I'm I'm
3: good. (laughs) I'm trying to get to this part. Netflix is being dumb. There we go. Did we miss any of the major characters? Did, can we talk about Jay rolling a joint in the middle of the diner? I <laughs> did not notice
2: that until he literally said, hurry your story up so we can leave and smoke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's rolling that the entire scene that they're sitting there. I, I couldn't stop watching it. It was so distracting to me. Okay, it was the ending. Do we, we, I mean, it, he literally drew them in front of a hockey rink. <laughs> like the exact looking scene. Okay, cool. Do we know what... Holden's relationship to Jane Silent Bob is was Holden a character in Clerks? It's in uh just mall Rats. Okay, are they just buddies? No, he's not in Rats. He said he got the idea from them for Mallrats. Well, I don't.
1: I don't when they remember. were at the diner.
0: They were like, okay, yeah. Well, I, I don't remember him showing up in Rats. That's like I don't remember him. I've seen rats.
1: <laughs> I wonder what he was talking about then, because he was like, "Are you guys still hanging out by the mall or whatever?" No, I mean that
3: could just be random dialogue that they've written. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, pretty I obvious that they're friends. My question was just if, in any of the other movies, they ever like, established well, that. Ben
0: Affleck's in Mallrats, but he doesn't play um, Holden. Weird.
3: Yeah, I, I remember now. He plays like this jock boyfriend. Okay. The whole Kevin Smith universe is really, really interesting to me. It's something I need to explore more. <laughs> <laughs> it's the View Askew universe, to, or I believe that's what it is. View
1: Askew universe? Yeah. Because the guy who played the friend, uh, he <laughs> was. Uh, yeah, he, he played a.
0: So what is it? He was like the manager or whatever, right? Or yeah, something. He, he plays Brody. The who Brody and Mallrats, and then yeah. Let's see. Oh, we're gonna have an ASMR section. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't believe you got this. he plays Banky in
3: this, but then plays Brody and Maurax, but they're both the like cinema. comic and <laughs> And then he plays Earl and My Name is Earl. Yep. And uh He plays the dad Dale Alvin in the and shipments. Alvin and the Chimmux, is that his name? I don't know.
2: I forgot that guy existed. Mm-hmm. Jason uh, Lee. Yeah.
3: Have you I guys watched My
2: I, Name
0: I like is him. Earl? no a
3: fantastic I remember like show. really? yeah criminally underrated there's a gag between uh, Earl and one of the other characters that just goes on for the whole series it's hey Earl hey crap man <laughs> and it's well it's one of those that's things it. without context you'll never get it but that's just always how they greet each other and it lands every single time okay. like out of context it doesn't even sound like a joke but seeing it in the show it never fails to make you laugh it's so funny yeah <laughs> It's one of those shows that's so full of references to itself and continues to be so funny the entire time.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Or, well,
3: sorry. With I'm all was, your experience in uh, My Name is
1: I did this last time, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ingrained in my brain to say, oh, yeah, I agree with that, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm.
3: Yeah, Blake or Joe was trying calling me. Yeah. Joe or Jack? Jack? Jack. Yeah, you said Joe. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we're talking about him, how do we feel about Alvin and the Chipmunks as a whole? Love it. You know, I don't, I, rem- I don't remember any of I, the movies. So I a had, personal had a
2: piece of the century.
3: I remember you, the chipwreck. Didn't you buy all of them? Yeah, I own the complete Blu-ray collection. A personal passion project of mine, I'd really like to make a vaporwave version of an Alvin and the Chipmunks album.
0: But what if we just do the Christmas album with this vaporwave?
3: Yeah, any of their albums work. I think the Christmas album would also be really good. Fill it with gorgeous synths, like this over vibrato 80s mall sound, only it's Alvin and the Chipmunks songs. Yeah. So granted they're stolen from like 80s bands anyways, yeah. but that way we're just doing Alvin and the Chipmunks versions. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first song i sing seen in the first one. There's also the tree. an Alvin and the Chipmunks version of Through the Fire and Flames. Oh. It's incredible. beautiful. Yeah, it's I really fantastic. I remember bat- sending me videos back in the day
0: of, like, it's the Alvin and the Chipmunks, but they're seeing, like, like Iraqi,
3: like, music or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I remember falling down a rabbit hole in middle school of, like, there's this whole group of people on YouTube that only take, like, islamic prayer songs and and do chipmunks versions of them so it's probably not as politically correct as it could be but man there were a lot of people making those videos it wasn't just like one or two there was like there was like a couple hundred of these it was all these different recordings uh i'm just probably the isis anthem out there somewhere if i had to guess people just people have no filter when it comes to that stuff
0: I don't know this made I don't know why, but it made a connection in my brain. Have you ever seen like the Spongebob political memes? SpongeBob Probably political yeah. memes? Yeah, it's like the it's like explaining like modern politics but through Spongebob,
3: so it's like Hillary versus Trump or something. It's so funny. So here was my idea for a Hillary Trump thing, right? So I, I think we could have Trump be Spider Man oh. and then he fights different supervillains like Dr. Baroctopus or oh. Clinton the Hunter or The Sandman. If I had any artistic (laughs) ability, guys, I would be all over this in, like, tomorrow. Next, let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's sign it off. (laughs) I want to see some artwork for Dr. Baroctopus drawn by tomorrow, please. What happened, Baroctopus?
1: Oh, I forgot to watch uh, the Doctor Who
3: episode. Oh, that's a a good show. I still need to watch it. (laughs)
1: Where is it? Is
3: it on? It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime? Mm
2: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I don't know. In I this, need to watch you should probably watch Between Two Ferns too. Yeah, <laughs> Between Two Ferns, uh, the movie. In this,
2: in this Spider-Man political universe, who would be Bernie Sanders? Would that be Bernie Sandman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bernie Sandman. Oh, I thought the Sandman was. <laughs> no, 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 no. why no. no. <laughs> so I made that connection immediately. That's Sandman and
3: Bernie Sanders. <laughs> just all of my- <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Wait. I feel like the only one that's stretching it is Clinton the Hunter, but, I mean, you, you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think Sweet. of who else would fit in there, but I couldn't think of any other puns. Like, I thought of, um... I, I couldn't find a way to make Buttigieg work, or I-, I couldn't find a way to make Yang work, or any of those other guys. Yeah. I was struggling to come up with one for Biden, too. Granted, I did have this idea, like, literally five minutes ago. <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> it's been a long work in progress. Yeah. It's Michael's been- Pent Or, oh, wait michael's pence you do like miles morales but it's like oh my god it's just mike pence in a black spider-man <laughs> miles suit. miles pence
3: <laughs> michael's pence i don't know i'm trying to mix miles and mike <laughs> so in this and in michaels. this universe where mike mike pence is miles morales is mike pence black no he just wears a black spider-man suit oh okay. michael's penalis it would be michael wait, michael's,
2: Penal- mike. <laughs> michael's penalis it
1: would be michael
2: uh, penalis morales you just took the last name... no it's michael michael's panalo Michael
1: Morales <laughs>
2: I think we're going way too far into Mike this. Morales my guy right.
3: <laughs> yeah so this how is, is, how, I how, this is how I win how does Mike Morales tie into the Kevin Smith universe I don't know we'd have to does, have Kevin Did Marvel steal the cinematic universe right. from Kevin Smith? Yeah. Oh, oh, uh
2: Mike Morales is uh he's
3: Jay's plug. Oh, okay. So the, uh, hold on just <laughs> so Mike in the Kevin Smith universe Mike Pence as Spider-Man sells weed to Jay from Jay and Silent Bob yes. is that what you're saying
1: yes it's a very deep universe
3: <sniffs> don't say too much that is that. the direct bridge Kevin Smith if you're <laughs> hearing this please please hire us <laughs> immediately they uh um, Kevin Smith so
0: it got cancelled but like kevin smith was supposed to do an animated howard the duck series with hulu and i would have been on all how nice was wild to me it got announced like last summer but like it was barely into production and
3: they canceled it because it was like that with along with a couple other shows i believe so in the in kevin smith's defense if he didn't want to do it i could not tell you a single hulu original series i know they're out there i couldn't think name hulu. a single one yeah, they should have I just could, done it. The only one that I can think
0: of is, was it 11-something, 63, the James oh, Franco,
2: yeah. Stephen King. Oh, was that
3: a Hulu I, I think yeah. Castle Rock was also Hulu, too. That yeah. show's not
2: bad. I actually just watched one that I really enjoyed, but I forgot what it was, because it's been a blur. Isn't The School Good Doctor is Hulu? <laughs> the Good Doctor? That's like an ABC show or something.
3: Okay. But it's like... It gets added to Hulu. Well, like, like right away. Disney owns, like, 75% of yeah. Hulu, so... At what point is it just gonna be everything on is on Disney? I don't know. Or everything...
0: They're both the same exact thing. <laughs>
3: yeah, because <laughs> at, at this point, you don't. can, like, buy it. One has I think they've got a package
0: where it's, like, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and ESPN for, like, 12 bucks a month.
3: Gosh, gotcha. the Spotify-Hulu student deal is the best thing in the world if you guys aren't taking advantage of that. You can do 5 bucks a month. You get Spotify and Hulu with ads as long as you're a student at a university. I think you can even do high school emails, too, and it still lets you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Amazon, uh, what is it? They, they uh, like... They don't verify if you're a student. They just asked
0: me if I was a student. I was like, "Yeah, I'm a student," and they charged me five bucks a month for Prime. Nice.
3: So where (laughs) are the Amazon originals? Are there Amazon original series? Yeah, Yeah, they. Well, I don't know. Is the Expanse an original
2: series, or was that one already? Expanse isn't Jack Ryan an Amazon original series? The Expanse was the the space thing, right? Yeah, I think it was was originally Sci-Fi Channel.
3: Is
0: HBO? Yeah, that's on on HBO? HBO. John Krasinski, that one, yeah, that Jack Ryan,
2: that yeah, Jack one, Ryan. Jack that's Ron. a that's an Amazon original. Yeah, okay. and then
0: they do a lot of the boys. They do a bunch of movies. Yeah, the boys. Ooh, the, boys the Tick. The Tick was also an Amazon yeah. original, I think. <laughs> <The tick>.
1: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> that's an amazing movie. Honey Boy, <laughs> Big Sick. So, if we were to talk about other Big movies Boy. that have like Kevin Smith energy, what comes to mind for you guys? It doesn't even have to be chasing Amy. It can be, it could be something more like Mallrats. Could be something more like Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, what about uh, Harold and Kumar? Have you guys seen those movies? Oh, back in the day. My goodness. No. That is
1: absolutely... A lot of the, that is it?
2: Kevin Smith energy right there. The
0: American Pie movies came to mind when you said that.
1: I could see that. Ooh, um, John Dies at the End is a big Kevin Smith energy movie. You care to movie. elaborate? You've never heard of it? Oh, oh. Let me tell you what. John Dies at the End is like an acid trip of an entire movie. Uh, so it just starts with this guy. I'm assuming his name is John. Not oh. John. John is his friend. And John already dies in the beginning. So he doesn't die at the end. <laughs> it's fake. Spoiled. I forget the main dude's name because it's been a
3: while. But Let's just call him Holden.
1: Yeah. They, they <laughs> Holden just start Caulfield? fighting a meat monster. <laughs> something like that. It's just this meat ex-boyfriend. And he's just made of this like sausage steak like all this stuff is he like together. human
3: shaped or is he yeah, like a yeah well
1: he's like really tall and he's human shaped and then they just like hit him i guess i don't know what they do they kill him and then it cuts and it's like i'm gonna tell you how john dies at the end or something like that and he was like actually he dies in the beginning and then it goes to the front or to the uh to the store and he's just eating some chinese food and this dude comes over and he's like you want the soy sauce and he's just like, "Yeah, I want soy sauce." And he's like, "Do you want the soy sauce or something like that?" And he was just like, "All right." He takes it like the soy sauce just, dipped in balls. It's this drop of soy sauce, and it just starts freaking out. Like it's just like it gets these arms or whatever, and it just starts freaking out. And he eats it.
3: Is this a comedy?
1: <laughs> he doesn't <I> don't know. What is
2: there? Sounds like a fever dream.
1: It's it's a fever dream, <laughs> and it starts it starts freaking out. And when he eats it. He gets to see the secrets of the universe, pretty much, and like he sees all these monsters and things that have always been around you. Just turns out it's just this crazy drug. That Is this animated?
0: Into... No. Have okay, it's on it's on Amazon. I think. I'm looking through my letterbox right now. Let me look it and up. And like John, the Phil Lord and Chris Miller movies, they may they give me like big Kevin Smith vibes in terms of kind of like if you like pick their raunchier ones, I guess like 21, 22 Jump Street, like that type of stuff. And then uh, what was it? Have you have you guys seen Mystery Team? Yeah, Mystery Team's awesome. Mystery I can totally Team. see that. <laughs> and I, I always think that Mystery Team doesn't have like very good rewatchability, but the scene where he drinks dog piss is so funny to me because he's like, I can't remember what in context what it was. It was like, yeah, it's like good for your body. It flushes like like all the toxins out or whatever. But then he just throws up on the. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know where my So another one
3: that comes to mind for me, and you can tell me if you disagree or not, Bill and Ted has got some Kevin Smith energy, I think.
1: In the I sense know, that, uh,
3: like...
0: To a degree, Bill and Ted came before all Kevin Smith movies, so it's like, I don't know,
3: it's hard for me Just to really... Just same energy. So Kevin Smith has some yeah. Bill and Ted energy. Yeah, I guess and say, so. I don't but know. in the sense that, like every bit of comedy in that movie it's not like written directly as a joke with a punchline it's just something so like insurmountably just t- stupid <laughs> yeah, it's just that dumb. it just lands instantly it's like, like a, if the, the entire from movie the was the brov- what
0: number are we thinking of 69 <laughs>
2: <laughs> big big Kevin Smith energy uh this is the end yeah, yeah I mean, was actually it, thinking of that one earlier like, yeah, like yeah, it had Joe a,
0: Hill gets raped by the devil
2: <laughs> yup like it had a bigger budget so John, it has like a whole bunch of more wilder stuff going on, but the energy is the same. Like, the comedy is the same. Yeah, especially
0: if you compare that to, like, Yoga Hosers.
2: Yeah. So
1: I look up John Dies at the end, and the recommended movie is Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot. (laughs) (laughs) So. So. (laughs) I got that one. Max, you're a genius. On the spot. Uh, It's on nothing, though. They took it off of Prime. Very unfortunate. It's such a good movie. I mean, it's on iTunes. Is it? Yeah. But it's
3: not free. No, so, looking green. from a more critical perspective, do we think G Force and Chasing Amy exist in the same universe? No. Yes. So, I'd like to hear both sides of the argument here, please. Um, I don't see hamsters. Uh, t- uh, would you say in, in a do chasing yeah. Amy and G Force exist in G-Force the same universe? G Force as campsters existing. Why would G Force even be like? like? Would G Force be canon to the Kevin Smith universe? That's Why? My question <laughs> Clearly Banksy could What's not the deal connection? with. What's the connection? I'm I'm just curious. Explain if, to me. Sell I'm, me on, I'm on it. I'm trying to I explain argue. This.
2: Clearly Banksy could not deal with the rift that has now appeared within his friendship due to this woman showing up. And Was he so the guy? He invents a way to What? Was he the guy in I G-Force? think you're getting G-force mixed up with <laughs> Alvin and the chipmunks. <laughs> no, I'm not. let <laughs> just make say, it universe now. He focuses on a technology to put his body into that of an animal.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's
2: Will Arnett. And he becomes a mole. <laughs> it's not the other guy. Nick Cage is the mole. No, Banksy is the mole. You're saying a lot of things, and I don't think you
0: understand what you're saying. The power that you have in your mind right now is uncomprehendable uh, to uh, the normal human. <laughs> Dude's
2: name is also Banky. Banky, you're getting him confused with the street artist Banksy. Are you saying they're not the same person? Banksy and Nicolas Cage or Banky? <laughs> All three. Same. So, same oh, dude. okay. okay. A, uh, more direct. I still want
1: to know why you would even bring up the option to combine the two. So a more, a better jump, okay. There's let's no talk about Let's talk about
3: similar. Alvin and the Chipmunks and Chasing Amy. Okay. Because that it's the same sense. dude, it's the same actor. Banky and, uh, let's just call him Earl because he Earl. plays Earl and my name is Earl. I think it's Dale, but let's say it's Earl. Do we think Banky and Earl are the same characters? Do we think, like, Jason Lee's ca- uh, career progression is, like, all the same character? In all of his different roles. Actually being serious and not memeing this time, I I could see that progression happening. Mm -hmm. I think it's a way
1: older version of him where he made it big as a comic guy, but he doesn't need that anymore. So he's done with it. And he has a lot of money. He's just living alone in this apartment. And these chipmunks just show up and just so happen to change his life.
3: And see, I feel like G-force and Alvin and the Chipmunks could exist in the same universe. So if you're willing to make that leap, then that connects chasing Amy with G-force, like pretty directly. Yeah,
1: I think they're connected. Okay, that's better than G-force. Stop. No, wait. On another, okay. goes, connect the two.
0: On another Stop.
1: topic, <laughs> we're talking we're about with Nicolas Cage. Don't even talk about it.
0: <laughs> so he's got a movie coming out next year, um, where he plays a fictional version of himself. I'm in. It's called uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. He plays himself trying to land a role in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, I saw
3: you that the other what? day. I didn't
0: think that was real. It's real. I thought that was a joke. Oh, is this backed by Quentin Tarantino? No, this is just like a movie. Like it's like They're a movie. Like, <laughs> it's a movie where he's playing himself trying to get a role in a Quentin Tarantino.
2: They're just movie. using his name. I mean, they could probably well, just put uh, that disclaimer in the uh, credits that says any names or characters depicted do not. That's so yeah. weird. That's so specific
0: too. <laughs> well, at
3: least that's what it says here on his collider. You
2: could also just like add an extra T somewhere to Tarantino. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, do <laughs> you guys know <laughs> what Tarantino. Nicolas Cage's philosophy for work is? Well, like he, he takes every he phil- job. Yeah, he takes every role he gets every offered. Every single one. Every single one. So, what if I, really I offered, offered a job, job to him? That? What happens? I think you need to be paying him at least a decent amount.
2: Yeah, I feel like, like he's one of those. I'll take a loan. I would help raise the money for that. I feel like take he's one of those actors that just
3: like does a hell of drugs. He like, outbid Leonardo why. DiCaprio really? like on a uh, T Rex fossil, I that. I a, a yeah. complete T Rex fossil, like the whole reconstructed shebang, like Night of the museum T Rex fossil. He outbid yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio and like owns one. That's insane. Yeah, he he <laughs> blew insane. somewhere in the vein of like I want to say like eighty million dollars in like two years just on on stuff. I think he, he's got his own private island. He's got a, multiple planes, multiple boats, a T-Rex fossil. I'm sure he's got, like, tiki masks all over his walls, like, ancient Indian artifacts. This man owns everything imaginable. I would love, 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 love to have a dinner he party He bought the full
1: house. thing? The well, full he, T-Rex? He re-
2: no, that's, that's what he book. just
3: said. Like, the full thing. The whole yeah. reconstructed, like, all the bones are in there. Like, picture the one from Night at the Museum.
2: Oh, my God. That's such a good movie.
3: Do you know there are three of them? Yes. I didn't know there was a third one. I bought the third one thinking it was the second one. They're, the sequels are not worth it. second one was good. I mean, the second one wasn't bad. The second one's got the
2: kills The second one wasn't bad, but, like, I mean, the first one, it's just a classic. There's no beating the first Night at the Museum.
0: I think he bought a... It looks from he bought a t-rex skull but it turns out like it, he found out, like it turns out it was stolen so he oh. returned
3: it okay so, uh, interesting this man's so he whole didn't life buy a is whole national treasure <laughs> he
1: just bought this <laughs> cage
3: stole the t-rex skull
1: then <laughs> bought <laughs> he it. sold he it to it himself and skull. then <laughs> returned it when they figured this it out he returned it back and this he man's whole like the life hero.
2: this man's whole life is national treasure but like wow that's the, amazing. the backyard version. So, London, what's the next movie? Huh?
0: Okay, so next week, next Friday, a week from today, is uh, Valentine's Day. So, we're going to watch Marriage Story. Mm. Perfect. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't know. I know I really two of us have seen it, two of us haven't. I Who, think it'll be Oh, good.
3: you've seen it, Blake. Mm-hmm. So, before yeah. we get there, have either of you guys seen Kramer versus Kramer? Not no. yet. It's a it's an older movie. It's Dustin Hoffman yeah. uh, and Meryl Streep. Yeah, and it's it's got kind of a similar energy to Marriage Story. So um, it might be worth doing some reading into both of those too, because they, gotcha. they've got a similar uh, message to it. But it's two very different uh, two very different perspectives. Okay, one's got a little bit more gray area than the other. What's the St. Patty's Day?
0: St. Patty's Day. We're gonna watch In Bruges. Why? Because uh, I wanted. Does to it have do to do it. with St. Patty's? Uh, it's like an Irish film. We should watch... Um, I figured
1: it out. Luck of, Luck of the... Irish. Irish. We could watch Leprechaun, too. Or
0: Leprechaun. <laughs> All of it. The entire series. Uh. Well, okay, so... um. What is it? Next week... The week after that, we're going to do Inception. And then the week after that, we're doing the Bad Boys double feature. Because for one and two are both on Netflix... I haven't seen them. Max hasn't seen them. I don't know. If you've se- you guys have seen them. Which ones? Bad Boys, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. I feel like we, we should together and watch both of those. By the way, um, I feel like but, we're just dumb okay. enough that we need to watch them. In April, I want to. Uh, we've got a eight twenty four special for Ooh. April twenty fourth. So uh, I don't know if we'll we'll just talk about eight twenty four movies or just
2: like pick one and watch one. I don't know what I want to do yet. I'm down so for either, but that's going to be a very stressful. April twenty
1: fourth. Well, it's we coming out
2: on the twenty second. <laughs> April twenty fourth.
1: We need to watch an A twenty four movie. By the way, okay, it's just A twenty four.
2: So that's a Friday. That's going to be a very stressful week for me. That that is finals week for UC. So I mean, nice. Okay, that's so <laughs> early. If we need to postpone, it's okay. Well, not not finals week, but it, it's getting yeah. in that realm. Like yeah. I'll I'll be very busy studying yeah. and probably have at least a midterm that week. Yeah. April fifteenth is a uh, I'm excited about this one. It's uh, Raiders,
0: the greatest fan film ever made. Bunch of kids recreated all of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and there was like one scene that they couldn't finish because like they're kids and it, like mm-hmm. involves a plane. So they get back together as adults and they finish the scene and make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, <laughs> insane. Um, April first, we're gonna watch Dougal. <laughs> we watched the trailer, or a couple of us did. Uh, it's a fever dream. My God, go Kevin Smith's a Dougal. Oh no! See,
1: it just looks like a bad Hoodwinked. <laughs> I mean, it came out before Hoodwinked, I believe. It just
2: looks like a. Bad so is Hoodwinked just a good Dougal? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it really is. Same animation style vibe. Oh, like, it's animated.
3: Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Hoodwinked Dude. is hideous. I don't know if yeah. you guys have <laughs> watched, gone back and watched It on the watched same that. energy. Oh, I have. Hoodwinked is aged like milk. It is disgusting <laughs> to look at. It's like worse than OG Jimmy Neutron. Because Jimmy good Neutron bad, but God, looks bad. <laughs> Well, the thing is, <laughs> Jim, Jimmy Neutron movie. looks
0: good, but then like if you go to like what is it the Planet Sheen? Planet just Sheen just
2: looks, looks bad. Planet Sheen is bad. It's a bad show, and it just looks bad. Shouldn't have been made.
0: Yeah. All right, boys. Are we ending it here? Okay, so. Um, I mean, we are
1: at
2: an hour and seven minutes. Mind? I mean, this doesn't have to be an exact right? science. We can. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, so before we before we leave here, uh, what would you rate Chasing Amy out of five stars? I gave it a four and a half. Four and a half?
3: Or, or did a, I um, give it a four?
1: Hang on. Go ahead. I was going to go four.
3: I'd do like a 117.
2: But I was going four, because definitely room for improvement. But I, I would watch again. What does that even mean maybe like a 1.16. I didn't even like put, put it in letterbox. One point sixteen. No, I gave like it four stars. I didn't give
3: it four and a half. I gave it four, like as opposed to one uh, lower one seventeen, like a high one sixteen. So four stars for me.
0: Yeah, I'd give it
1: four stars. Hey. Yeah, there are <laughs> things he could have improved. But assuming,
2: assuming Blake is in agreement, I believe we've reached a consensus.
0: Yeah, oh, across the board. along with that, uh, this Sunday is the Oscars. We're going to record a little podcast where that goes on. Um, yes, sir. F- so that'll be pretty fun. Um, so join us if, you, if you'd if you like. All right, this is us this signing just off. Just All right. Us. I'm so hungry. We'll see you guys. <laughs>